moms talking, just a couple of moms talking. We're back, episode three of season two. Mom's talking. Hi, Karen. Hi, Patty. We have Mega Mom with us. Hi. That's it. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Oh, okay. She's, you know she'll chime in. <laughs> so, for anyone who hasn't listened to the podcast before, Karen and I are moms and sisters. Yes. We're in our fabulous fifties. Yes. And we think old broads like us have something to say. Yes. And, we, and no one else is saying it. We're still glittery, and we, we're still sparkly. <laughs> We can still wear glasses that yeah, have rhinestones in them. Of course we can. They might be for reading. They might we might have to wear reading glasses, but they can be sparkly. We might need to magnify even bold print. Right. But hey, we still look cute. Our eyes are going, but we still yes, look good. We're still cute. <laughs> so um you know, we just found out this week that um when we restarted the podcast we had to start a new podcast feed. So if you're listening, you may be finding us for the first time. You may be refinding us. We're going to try and get the word out to people who listened to us before that you need to resubscribe. Just research Mom's Talking and find the new feed um, in whatever device you use for capturing podcasts. Um, that goes for iTunes as well. So in our new format, we spend about 20 minutes each week because broads like us be busy. Yes. We, we got things to do, Pat. We got things to do. We got to get our hair done. Our <laughs> hair up in gray. <laughs> yes. We got to do extra exercising. Yes. <laughs> and we got kids. We got skin tightening so, things to put on. Yeah, our skin. a lot of creams yes. and things to yeah. do. So we all, we've got about 20 minutes each week. Yeah, that's about to, it. To yeah. cover a topic that's important to Definitely. women our age, but hopefully to all women mm-hmm. and and to moms in particular. So uh, this week, and we'll go, we alternate weeks. One week, Karen will have a topic, and then the next week, I'll have a topic. So this week, um, I wanted to talk about the different ways that men and women communicate. And I'm going to tell you guys a quick story. Hello. And then I want you to give me your, give me your thoughts on it. Okay. So, you know, I went to, I've been working on a, starting a business, and I went to this um, entrepreneur fair, startup fair, and it, where I live, there's a real good startup community and they have these quarterly fairs and they have forums. And the first forum I went to, all of the panelists were men who had started businesses. <laughs> what kind of businesses? Um, all different kinds. Okay. Um, one was like uh, computer security. Um, another guy had started a couple of different businesses. Um, most of it was tech or online. I was gonna say. Most of these startup financial or tech yeah um in the in the startup world um it's very unusual to have an actual physical product it's pretty much all about technology um and the second forum was all women who had started businesses and these were um counselors uh was it geared towards women yes okay it was um you know being a woman entrepreneur um but their businesses were um counseling um a matchmaker. Oh my gosh. And a woman who started her own film company. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so I sat through the two back to back and it was really interesting. It's a big like, enterprise. Yeah. Um, Online matchmaker? <laughs> um, I think she does face to face. She has a website, but she works with interesting. people. Interesting. She also does like um, 
I think she does like image counseling and stuff, but her main business is. Are you going to get out there more? Do the matchmaking business with her? <laughs> Doesn't appeal to me. Oh. Okay. Um, but um, I wrote notes on both of them. It's just so interesting because like on the, with the men, uh, the notes are like, um, find one idea. Uh, do it really well. How many years can you wait until you make a profit? A startup is a series of hypotheses. Where can you network? What are your demographics? And failure is an early sign of success. Okay. okay. And it was interesting when the panel ended that the guys who were in the panel, they kind of stood there and people approached them and asked them questions and things. Okay. Okay. So then the second panel was women. And I was noticing, um, of course, the audience was smaller. But even as they were mm. talking, they would talk directly to people in the audience. And um, the notes I have from that were like, get into the mix to learn your target markets, lead with your passion, build your team. Find like-minded entrepreneurs. Find the way you like to learn. There's no original ideas. It's about the execution. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and then when that, that panel was over, I noticed the women on the panel approached the people in the audience and were, you know, wanted to connect with yeah. them. And I had asked a question about um, work-life balance and, you know, as a parent, how... Um, you know, I struggle with finding enough time to really make my business a priority and how did they juggle those things. Yeah. And, um, and so two of the women came directly to me and wanted to speak to me and encourage me. Oh, it was very touching. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they reached out to me and said, congratulations, that's so great. You're yeah. doing this. And if I can do it, you can do it. And I just thought that was such a stark difference between, you know, the male panel <laughs> And the female panel is, and, and then I did a little research after that about the way that women and men typically communicate. And they said that men, you know, there's lots of different theories, of course, but in general that men will communicate to solve problems or establish status hmm. and women actually communicate to connect. And it just seemed like such a stark illustration of that. Hmm. So, interesting. yeah. Yeah, so many things that were contrasted between the two. You know, it's interesting that just from what you're saying is the thing that the different genders were trying, expecting to get out of having their own business. Mm -hmm. They both want to make money. Yeah. But the women were also looking for that, like you said, that connection. Yeah, and their businesses were mostly about connecting, even through art. The woman who had her own film company, she's now actually traveling through... I think she said she's in South Africa and wow. she's um, working with um, kids and teaching them and um, their businesses were all about connection and supporting other people. <laughs> and it yes. was, and not, not so status oriented. Really in education, we call that a community of learners. Ah. Where you're bringing the people together as a community, as a force for the greater good. You so, know what I mean? Yeah. So that, each business right. is its own community. So, well, you can't just have a business. It's you do a business because it does something, you know, give, you know, pay it forward, so to speak. Right. Makes or sense. pay it back in a lot of what, from what you were saying. Right. Right. And it's interesting too, because I remember some of the men citing this idea, like I want to do something that's positive. One of them was, um, taking like a portion of all their earnings and putting it into a needy community in some way. But it was that that's a more direct like financial right, benefit right. rather than you said it wasn't so much about building Working a community. In the community. Yeah. Yeah. For the greater good of the community. Right. It's more that's like a, a hierarchical right. I have money to pay down to you. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's, yeah. It's being inside as part of and participating mm-hmm. with versus, you know. Yeah. I'm expecting to take something from you, so I'll give you a little bit back. Yeah. So it was interesting, too, because it seemed like these women, they were welcoming me into their community right. as a, another woman entrepreneur, whereas the men were more like, I will dole out my knowledge to you if you give me a reason to do so. I mean, they didn't know if I was somebody who's going to succeed or not, but they were very encouraging. Right. I hope that's changing amongst women in business, too, being more supportive. Yeah. Well, I think maybe it's more obvious with women entrepreneurs because they are creating, like you said, they're creating their own communities. And they're structuring even communication within those communities the way that they want to communicate. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, in corporate environments, still very male dominated. So to succeed, right. you have to play so by right. those rules. So there's people that have gone outside of that because they don't want to play mm-hmm. by those. Right. Devastating. Top <laughs> down. Some of your sisters. Toxic masculinity. Your sisters have discovered that. Yes. yes. Well, we've all been in business in different parts of our lives. Yeah. I had very toxic bosses for several jobs before yeah. I went into education. So I'm trying to think of a boss that hasn't been toxic. In oh. You need to get into teaching education. Oh, you Patty, all right. This podcast will now be about you. Forget that MBA. <laughs> I don't know what I spend all my money on trying to, all you, the energy I'm putting into you, forming my own that business. Could be a drop sideline. It. That could be a sideline. <laughs> well, maybe I can start my own business and then I can teach what I've learned in that process. That's a good idea. Actually, part of our business idea involves teaching because the idea that we're working on, and Karen is helping me with this, is trying to um, influence the way people, the way kids are being taught about organization. Mm. Right. Good. Yeah. So it's a form of, it's contributing um, and to learning in its own mm-hmm. way. I hope to have an influence, not just on kids, though. I mean, for me, I know, um, I haven't really talked about this a lot on the podcast, but we're working on a product that's for targeted at kids specifically with attention deficit and related mm-hmm. um, executive functioning issues. Uh, but the, the, the real challenge that I found as a parent of a kid with ADD is that there are very few tools that are really designed to work with the way that kids with limited executing, executive functioning need to work when it comes to just manipulating papers and organizing you know materials. What? I think that's true of adults with ADD. It is 100% And a lot true. of those people don't do well in the corporate environment either. And they're probably the, a lot of those people that go out and start their own businesses. Because they can't deal with the structure, yeah. the limitations, you know. Right. And I would say, it doesn't Karen, work. I'm going to venture uh, to say that um, this might be the next frontier when it comes to talking about um, disorders and mental health. Huh. I know there's a, a new awareness about anxiety, but I think more and more adults are identifying uh, somewhere on this oh, yeah. spectrum of attention. But don't you deficit. think they're related? Don't you think anxiety comes from? Oh, it's attention? a vicious circle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When you're absolutely. anxious, you have more trouble with oh executive functioning. And when you naturally have trouble with executive functioning, it makes you more anxious. One of the first things that um, is treated to each other. Right. So people with ADD or ADHD, when they go to counseling, one of the first things that's generally addressed is anxiety. Yeah. 
um, that has to be oh, managed. To. Absolutely. Right, before you I mean, can... just for me personally, when I am having a panic attack, I can't have anything right. going on. I can't, a TV, radio, right. podcast, I right. can't, it has to be silent and I have to just be in it. Right. To, and try to, and I can't imagine being in a classroom. Right. As a kid and having that happen and there's noise and there's papers and there's turn this right. and put your name on and I'm in the middle of this. You know, right. panic. And people with ADD become overwhelmed much more oh. easily, and then that triggers more anxiety. And that just keeps rolling. And now yeah. I'm behind the class, and now my teacher is calling my name, and now, yep, absolutely. Right. right. Yep. So uh, I definitely see it more in myself. I'm starting to see more and more where no, <laughs> where my kid gets some of this yeah. from. Um, but I think, and I think as society asks more and more of us, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's oh necessarily gosh. that there's more and more people with ADD, but I think that more pe- people are identifying as having it because life is becoming that much more challenging and complex. And so, Yes, I think though too, when thinking, what you're thinking about when you're talking about managing life and family, is this just having your own business? Because I do work a lot from home for me sometimes. It's been a, incredible because I've been able to be home more. Mm-hmm. But... I'm never not working. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I any know. chance I get, I'm sitting in the car waiting for my kids to come out, and I have to get on my email and answer emails. And then I get a text, and it could be 9 o'clock at night, but i got to take care of it now, because I don't have a 9 to 5 when right. I'm walking out the door. I have and, a yeah. you know, 10 hour, 15 hours when I'm available. And that might explain the different types of businesses that women choose to go into as well, because if you are raising kids, you can't... It's it really is hard to go into an office and be in an office nine to five. Oh, and then it's just, yeah. And yeah. Trying, yeah. You need a business that gives you the freedom. You're going to be wherever working you all, go. Right. Your business is, you're I mean, working no. as many hours as a man in a more traditional job, but you can organize those yep. hours right. in a different way. Right. So you can also be with your kids right? or men who choose to be the, Primary caregivers might also make that choice, but these right. days it tends to be more often women. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I don't have a home office where I get to sit and close the door. My home office is right yes. in the mix of the craziness. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. That adds to anxiety. Andy and I go, we alternate between, do you want to be in the bedroom so I could be downstairs? Because I have some work to yeah. do. Or That's true. Do you want to switch? That's interesting. I'm going to think a lot more about that anxiety and the... ADHD or ADD connection. Yeah. Well, we're going to be working on it. Okay. As we have one product we're going to be rolling All out right. shortly. All right. But we can build on that. Sounds good. Yeah. So, so uh, Mega Mom. <laughs> <laughs> looks like she just woke up. Hello? What are your thoughts on this? Thinking, What's your thoughts on all this? I was just thinking what you guys were saying, and all of a sudden, Mega Mom. And I'm, That's you. That's, that's you. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? What do you think about, do you notice that men and women communicate differently? Oh, goodness, yes. (laughs) Yeah. But I think now in your age group, it's much, it's much easier than when Mm -hmm. I was married. And don't you remember, I I still remember, um, dad would never let me have a checkbook. And you girls kept nagging him, teach her how to write a check. Teach her how to write a check. And and I finally learned how to write a check. But many years into my marriage, I didn't. I mean, 
But I thought that was normal. You're pretty good at writing checks now. Yeah. Keep it up, lady. Keep them writing love, those checks. Love to write checks. Grandma's a good check Keep writing those checks. Yeah, did Mama. I tell you about my social security? <laughs> so, I'm going to get more. Woo. Well, you deserve it, Martha. You bet I do. As many women do. As, I mean, but that's, you know, I didn't resent it particularly. But the more you girls yeah. went after your father, the more I thought, mm, they may have something here. Yeah. But it's interesting because we did grow up in a pretty traditional household, although mom wasn't one to not voice her opinions. Right. <laughs> but, I but you do have four yeah. daughters that... They yeah. had traditional roles in the yes. sense that yes. dad went to work and mom raised yeah. the kids. Yeah. Until later, then you went back to school, back to work, back as, to work. As, yeah. as a preschool teacher. Yeah. Which is exhausting. We're, Remember we're, one summer I worked exhausting. with you and I had to come home and take a nap every day? <laughs> but I was like in my 20s. They I had to take a nap every day. There. They love yeah. it. I know that's I what love they, doing it. I do as a woman who works from home and has her own businesses outside. I have, my nap time is waiting to pick up the kids from school. <laughs> my chair reclines all the way in my car and nice. I set my alarm. I get a good 15, 20 minute nap. That sounds good. I do. Sometimes if I have the windows rolled down, I'm a little nervous because I think I'm snoring. And the people, uh, <laughs> people walking by. Yeah. <laughs> Hear you snoring. <laughs> yes. I don't know how you do it, Karen. So, Megan, Mom, <laughs> when you look at your grandkids, and you see the way girls are express themselves compared to the way boys express themselves. Great. Yeah, you think girls are much freer or you think there's more equal? Uh, I, I don't think all girls are. I think there are more girls who are freer. So there's only got two but, female grandchildren. Yes, that's right. Yeah, She's got but, a lot of boys. But I'm looking at the big uh, yes. picture. And there's still a lot of girls that, that haven't advanced that far from what I was like at their age. Really? Oh, In yeah. what way? Uh, doing what the husband oh. says you do, uh, be in charge, the husband's in charge of everything, don't do anything until he says it's okay, uh, sort of thing. Right. Right. But I definitely think that bo- most boys are being raised to not yes. expect that they're going to be in charge of everything. Yes. yes. They definitely see and girls I think, differently. I, and I think that's a big relief for them, too. I think so, too. Why wouldn't you want to have a partner? I think, I keep thinking about, I, I mean, I, I feel it's very stressful carrying half the financial load oh, no. of the household. Yeah. Imagine if you had to carry the whole that's financial true. load. Yeah. You know, it also enables, just thinking about my, my boys personally, it also enables them to go after their passions. Yes. A lot of men get stuck in jobs they... I mean, can't stand a lot of men our age in their 50s right you know or they spent their whole life doing something they hate yeah right because they had to earn money because that was their rule that they laid out for them right i know some women now who are in that position well yeah Yeah. exactly sometimes it gets flipped oh yeah it does and then you get to your 50s and i'm what am i gonna do start something i know people do it because like you said you went to the small business expo type thing but people do it but that's a big risk I'm one of the older women entrepreneurs. <laughs> I'm one of the older women everywhere I go. So Pretty much <laughs> everywhere I go, yeah. <laughs> but especially for someone... I, I think it's not unusual for men, like, if they take an early retirement or... And it's a second. Then they start a second. Project. Yeah, project. Yeah. But um, yeah. for women my age, it's pretty unusual. Yes, it is. Um, but that's okay because I'm I'm pioneering for you break the older women. 
We're not break older, the mold. but yeah, mature. Yes. Um, well, yeah. you know what? We're our, the glitter girls. <laughs> yeah, we're the glitter girls. Listen, our generation, many women are going to need to be working Absolutely. longer. Absolutely. Uh, we can't be winding down our That's careers right. in oh, our 50s. No. Please. I feel like I have just kind of hit a stride. Yeah. Where there are opportunities opening for me now yeah. that never would have been in available your, 20 yeah. years ago. Like, you know, for many reasons, but right. I've I've got twenty twenty five years at least. That's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of boomers and Generation X feel that way, yep. and a lot of it's financial because the recession <clears throat> took a toll on many oh, people. Our right age. in our mid, our late thirties and into forties, right where we should have been right. building our nest. We should have yeah. been excelling, and now we're okay. Well, now we have to start making money because yeah. we're going to retire yeah. in twenty. But years. it's going to be really interesting to see what impact that has on the younger generation because it used to be you get to our age, you had the money, and then yeah. they would rebel because. You know, we had all the money. Now we're competing in the workplace yes, against are. each that's other. True. And that's going to be a very interesting <sighs> situation. But there's a very different, that's a whole other topic, very different work ethic. Work because, ethic. It, yeah, because, you know, our generation, you, you get up, you go to office, nine to five. Yeah. Generations below us, they can work anytime, anywhere. There's not that same. Yeah. They don't like work we were in, just talking about. They don't work in offices. Right. So they don't feel that urgency. Yeah. That... And a lot of them have been, uh, had to live at home. So they yes. have a distorted sense of finances. Right. And man, it's right. all going to be really different for yes. them for sure. It's a whole different way yeah. to look at. It's interesting too. Like a lot of jobs that I've been interviewing for lately um, are virtual companies are fully virtual but boy let me tell you they are really struggling with <laughs> how do you appropriately interview people for these how do you how do you know that someone's going to be responsible and when they're not right. in the office someone you've never met right. before when you can't monitor them because typically um, you would work on a contract for a limited period of time right. well now when you do work that way you don't have social security you don't have those right. long-term security yeah. you know parachutes yeah it's a very different yep. world so, so we started by with my little story about how men and women entrepreneurs communicate di- differently, and we opened up a whole. I was gonna say, I think the whole workforce is just changing. It's changing a lot, and it's going to be really interesting to see: do these differences between men and women persist in this new workplace, or do we do become just more alike yeah. and the the differences break down? Less gender specific but and more work I think specific. That's happen. But I will say, as a woman entrepreneur, that I'm going to. Continue to seek out more women entrepreneurs because I've I've had I have some great men mentors in this sure. process already, but boy, it felt great to have you know women who were so instantly That's nice. supportive. Agree. So, yeah. Yeah. Agree. There, there's something about uh, you know reaching out the hand up or down. Whether yeah. You're pulling somebody up, pulling Just somebody saying, across. I see you. You right. can do it. Right. Yeah. I agree. So. Sister, I'm doing it for themselves. <laughs> Look at her looking. <laughs> she looks absolutely disgusted by this. Mom did not. No, she did not like that. Singing. She did not like that. Well, Karen, do you know? Oh, go ahead, Megan. No, that's all right. What did you want to say? No, no, you, you go ahead and talk. Oh. Uh-oh. Not saying. You don't want us to say. No, uh, talk. Okay. Karen, do you know what you want to talk about next week yet? Patty, I have to think about it. All right. I, you know, I am on vacation here. That's right. Well, you don't have to know at the moment. I, you put something... some things in my head. Yeah, I got to come up with some. I have a few things stewing around. Something might happen during the week. Yes. 
Well, we know things are going to happen. We know things are happening, yes. <laughs> Something we'll want to talk about. Yes, absolutely. Like what? What do you, what do you mean? Lots of things, Martha. Oh, okay. It's a crazy world. Impeachment for one. I want to know what Nancy's going to do. Nancy's my idol. Nancy, yes. Yeah. She's pretty amazing. You know, and she's 80 years old. That lady, I mean, yeah, she, she's one strong lady. She grew up in my... Yes. I know. My she time. raised five kids before yeah. she went before to Congress. Before she went, yep. Became a congresswoman. Yeah. She's pretty amazing. Speaking of women who are going to keep working... Yeah. Please don't quit, Nancy. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> we can't. She's a role model for all yes. of us. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Standing on their own two feet. Winging on their own back. Yeah. I think I'm going to see if there's any more, <laughs> any more wine left. All right. We chased away Mega Mom. Maybe, maybe you've had too much You wine. can't leave right now. We have to wait for our closing. Oh, That's right. it for the week. Yep. That's it for this week of Mom's Talking. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Mega Mom. Bye-bye. That was fun. Just a couple of moms.